I am obsessed with self-development, learning and growing, and I see happiness as truly a pursuit. It's not necessarily a destination. I don't know if you're going to see this voice moment, but I thought I was happy. Are, are you happy? I'm not happy at all. The question is, are you happy? Are you happy? I'm the happiest I've ever been right now. P.S. Be the person who you'd want to meet, because somebody needs you. Welcome to Are You Happy? The Happy Hour. And welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Are You Happy? Podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest for you. We're going to learn about some health and physical therapy. We're going to learn about some inspiring words. And we're also going to hear from the Chief Marketing Officer, Tori Johnston, over at, and you have to help me pronounce this, Tori. Can you help us with the pronunciation of the name? I don't want to get it wrong. Sure, Myo Detox. Myo Detox. That's awesome. I love it already. But I've seen your website, and it's super neat. Can you explain the concept behind Myo Detox? Sure. So Myo Detox was founded in Canada. Um, we currently have 10 locations in Canada and three here in the LA area and the US. And Myo Detox really stands for myofascial um, release, which Myo means muscle in Greek. And so that's how we came up with the name of Myo Detox. And it was founded by a physical therapist who was in Canada seeing a bunch of different clients and started to really take a new approach to physical therapy. And as the industry was really ripe to be um, disrupted at that time, he decided to take his um, unique ability to be an awesome physical therapist and start to train other people to do this too. And so as uh, one location became two, three, and now 13, we see tens of thousands of clients every single month coming to us for full body assessment. They want to feel their best and do the things that they love to do for longer. So whether someone's in pain or they're really just coming to us for a boon up, um, we provide an hour long session or even a 30 minute session at any of our clinics. And so would you say that Myo Detox is kind of like a game changer when it comes to the world of physical therapy? Absolutely. We consider ourselves a disruptor in the space. And that's because we spend at least an hour with somebody every time they come into our clinic. So maybe you've experienced physical therapy before where your, your doctor's written you a prescription and you go in and you just do a few movements or you get hooked up to a machine and um, someone spends maybe 15 minutes with you and they're on to the next. And Myo Detox, they really assess the entire person. So from head to toe, the way that your body moves and the way that we can reduce that pain for you. And so we spend that amount of time really getting into what makes you feel your best and how we're going to help you achieve those goals rather than you know hooking you up to a machine and saying, see you later. So that preventative approach to us is really what makes Myo Detox so unique. I love that. I love that it's so personal because yeah, you're correct. When you go into an office, you automatically assume and it's pretty prevalent that you go in and they connect you to machines and just walk away. Or it's a very formulaic approach where everything is the same and there really is no individual. It is not personalized. So that's really awesome that you guys do that. That's amazing. Yeah, we want to make sure people leave with the tools to make sure that they they know their body, right? Your body is truly the only thing that you own. And so we want you to have that hands-on myofascial release and treatment through throughout the time you're with us. But we also want you to have the corrective exercises that you can take home and use on a daily basis that you're making movement part of your overall health. We want you to be able to move in the most effective way to reduce that pain and to ultimately be able to what we call future-proof your body. And so that means that you're doing the things now that will help you live the longest and the best way the future. Yeah. I've heard a phrase where they say you don't have your health. You don't have anything without your health and your body being in check. You can't really do the things that you want to do. You can't climb the mountains. You can't do all kinds of physical activities or things that you, you come across in your job, being able to physically present and be healthy. Those are all going back to the body. So would you say that you agree with that? 
absolutely. We call it like tuning up your body, right? So in the same way that you clean your teeth or maintain your car, the body requires those same tune-ups. And we add wear and tear to our muscles and our joints every single day from our jobs, from physical exercise, and for really just over time, those things can lead to pain or injury. And so routine body maintenance really ensures that your body is able to feel its best. And that's what we feel like we can provide a myodetox. And so myodetox is a super cool name, but I want to know about the super cool journey that it took for you to get to myodetox. So how did that happen for you? Sure. So I've spent the past 12 years in the fitness industry. Prior to myodetox, I was working at a bunch of different fitness companies, those like SoulCycle and AKT and Exponential Fitness, where I was riding the wave of excitement for fitness and wellness through the eyes of marketing. So I had a bunch of different roles within the marketing organizations at these companies. And ultimately, I decided to head over to myodetox to really extend my reach beyond just fitness in the wellness industry. To me, myodetox is a parallel path to making somebody feel their best, but it's not just about fitness. It's not just about sweat every day or jumping on a treadmill or dancing under a disco ball. It really is about being a client for life with us and somebody that we can help achieve that future-proof mindset over time. And so the full body approach to myodetox is something I'm very familiar with. But when I came to this team only a few months ago, I really started to understand the myodetox difference. And so for you personally, in your professional life, did you see yourself in this position or, or as a chief marketing officer for this really cool company? I would say early on in my career, I had really great role models in senior leadership roles that I always admired and look, looked up to and thought, what does it take to get to that point someday? But where I've really honed my skills and where I enjoy learning and building is companies that are getting ready to scale or companies that are on that growth path. And so myodetox is definitely at that inflection point right now where we have 13 locations and many, many others in development. And we want to be present in all of the communities in Canada and the US and even beyond. We know people need our products and our services. So to me, that's the most exciting part. And that's always what's driven me to achieve success, whether it's the title in your role or the position you fill. To me, it's always been about the mission and vision of the company. And becoming a chief marketing officer, what, what's that path like? If someone's in school right now and they're listening, what would you say is the educational path to that? What did you even decide to go to school for? Because I'm super curious about that. I know that's really interesting. People are always surprised to find out that I was a journalism major. Oftentimes journalism, you can think of reporting and radio and TV, but there's another arm of that, which was really strategic communications. And so I went to the University of Kansas to the William Allen White School of Journalism and um, was able to take those skills about communication and advertising into a leadership development role at a company that previously American Express and now called Ameriprise and I spent three years in a rotational program. And in that point, I really learned all different facets of marketing at a really big, you know, Fortune 500 company. So I would say that was something that exposure right off the bat to what a massive corporate organization looks like was so Im Im impactful in my career. And that's where I met some of those really amazing leaders in those senior positions that I still look up to today. From there, I decided to kind of go to back to that startup mentality. So I started working at SoulCycle in New York when they were really early on in their growth cycle. And it was really, really awesome to see the wellness and fitness industry taking off at that time and joining a company that was just so mission driven. I spent four years at SoulCycle and I continued to go on to a few other fitness companies and ultimately landed here in Southern California to continue, um, you know, growing from a marketing manager to a marketing director to eventually the chief marketing officer. And now I get to oversee the entire brand and marketing strategy for this really fast growth company. So 
it's been a lot of um, exciting learnings along the way. But to me, it's um, with ultimate pride that I get to represent all the people that work at this company. Wow, that's a very awesome path. It's like you've gone up this mountain and you've you've been exposed to all of these wonderful areas. And so you've seen so much and now you're at the top of the mountain and you're overseeing this, this amazing company. So that's really cool. Thank you. Uh, when you were back in school, do you do you remember like a certain assignment or a certain piece that you produce that you love more than anything? So when you think back, that's the one that comes to mind. It's interesting. The thing that I, that really I think back to often is that I was in a class where it was every single day, Monday through Friday, and it was about news and information. And every morning they would do a 10 second quiz or a 10 question quiz on the news. And at that point, I remember the first day I showed up and I hadn't read the news. I had no idea what was going on. And I answered maybe one or two of the questions correctly. From that point on, I will never not be up on the news or up on my own business about what's going on. And so that's really translated into the diligence that it takes to be in a role at this level or to work at a company that's really growing this fast is that you have to know what's going on in your industry, what's going on in the world, and ultimately what's going on in your business. Taking a look at your business every single day and understanding where you can make improvements or where you can push and pull has been a really important part of scaling a business. Yeah, I would totally agree. I think that's very valid. We definitely have to know what's going on both inside the business and outside the business and the industry. So yeah, that's very, very true. If you were to quiz me on the news now, I don't think I would know quite as much as I used to, but I, uh, I still am an avid reader. I read news and podcasts and I watch the news every day. I love watching local news, which is a, a secret of mine. I'm curious now that we talk about news, I'm curious to on our travels across the country to learn about happiness and to meet people about happiness. Now I'm kind of curious to see the local news in all of these cities and see what it is that they talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of human interest stories that are there, but to me, it's how you get a quick pulse on what's going on in that community. True. Very, very true. Now, part of our show is asking questions about happiness. And of course, our one of our paramount questions, which I'll ask you here now is, are you happy? I love this question. And I think it's really interesting that it's paramount to this entire podcast. And to answer you, yes. And I'm a work in progress. I always say yes. And I'm a work in progress because I am obsessed with self-development, learning and growing. And I see happiness as truly a pursuit. It's not necessarily a destination. And what have you learned on your pursuit of happiness on your journey? The reason that I'm so obsessed with the self-development is we only get this one wild, precious life to live. And I want to look back at that life and think that the life was well-lived. And it's okay to have doubt and fear and really be on that pursuit at the same time. I think that's how we develop and find our, find deeper um, meaning to our life. And so to me, it's, again, it's a, it's a process. It's that pursuit that keeps people going rather than a daily check of, are you happy or are you not? To me, it's really putting in the effort to become a better version of yourself to ultimately be that work in progress to, to truly live in that pursuit. And before the show, you mentioned that you have your son. Yes, son. And he's very, very young. In addition to your son, I'm sure he's one of these areas of your life that make you very, very happy. In addition to him, are there other areas of your current life that contribute to your overall happiness journey? I mean, as a parent, I truly operate in a world where I'm trying to satisfy his needs all day, every day. But that instant gratification of getting the baby to bed at night or them saying their first words or taking their their first step or doing something that they've never done before, even trying a food that they've never had, it's 
those short moments of gratification that ultimately give that little token of happiness every single day. But you're playing a long game as a parent, right? This is something that you're in it for life. So I constantly question myself, am I providing the environment where my child is going to thrive? Do they feel loved and appreciated? Are they learning and growing and expressing themselves? And so constantly thinking about those things is what keeps me up at night, but it also really keeps me very happy and gratified when I think about my time as being a parent and really seeing happiness through their eyes. Children are filled with with laughter and happiness and, and love. And so that part of it has been really, really, really um, nurturing to my life. Beyond being a parent, um, I'm also a wife and a sister and a daughter and um, a coworker. And so all of those relationships mean the world to me. And I hope that I show up with the same enthusiasm that I do as a parent to all those other important relationships in my life. And you mentioned experiencing the world through your children's eyes, which is so true, especially at such a young age. And when you watch their, I guess, their reaction to certain certain emotions and also tasting things they've never tasted before and, and that experience, how has that affected you when you've seen him uh, try things for the first time? How has it affected your views on the world around you? Yeah, I think it's so interesting because each child truly is unique. And a lot of people told me that before I had children. And now um, when you see it with your own eyes, it, it feels different. They might like a food that you've never liked personally, or they might be really interested in something that isn't necessarily a hobby of your own. And so that part of it to me is like, where do they get that idea? Where do they learn that from? How did that become part of their DNA? And I, I really do believe in the nature and nurture and the mix of those two things. And so, for example, my son is super into basketball. He's only 19 months old, but all he does all day long is shoot a basketball. And I grew up loving basketball, but I wasn't a basketball player. And his, his love for this sport just seems like it's ingrained in his body, but he's also obviously more encouraging that in, in the way that he loves it too. So it's interesting how kids develop their own likes and needs and even just hobbies and things that they're interested in based on their experience every day. Yeah. And to piggyback off of what you said with, with them developing their own likes and dislikes, I have a son also. And when he was young versus now watching him become a person, like an individual, that's probably one of the most exciting things is that half of their life, they're listening to you and they're being told what they can and cannot do. And and then as they get older, all of a sudden there's like this switch that happens where they're able to kind of rationalize for themselves. And then they just keep growing and growing and become these complete individuals. And so I think it was one day when he was graduating high school, he said something to the effect of, um, oh, yes, I'm going to build this schedule for myself so that I wake up at this time and then I clean this and then I'm going to put out a schedule on how I manage my finances. And I said, who are you? <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, they, they learn so many things along the way and they do become their own person, which is just so special and so cool. It is. It definitely is. And then also, I really enjoyed that you mentioned the relationships within your family and your friends and how you are you know, with your child and how that translates to your other relationships. I love that you're aware of that, of, of that energy and, and what you uh, experience within those other relationships and how you portray yourself and carry yourself. So I think that's really interesting that you said that. Yeah, I try not to silo it too much because ultimately I hope that I show up the same to all of those different relationships, although they're different parts of your life. So somebody might not see you at six in the morning when you're up with a cranky baby, but they might see you an hour later on a Zoom call, or you might be you know, meeting somebody in a person at a, an offsite work session, and they don't know that you drove two hours to get there and were up the night before with a child. So there's those things where you just kind of have to show up authentically, whatever that is that day. And that's really part of the whole person to me. You can't just have your work self and your, your home life. You have to be able to combine those things get together to really show up for the people that are representing those important relationships in your life. And do you think that your passion for relationships and connecting with people, studying self-development, all of that, do, do you feel that it translates into the work that you do professionally? I really do. And I think that's because I'm in a, I'm in a role where we're 
and the people business. We see people in our doors at Myo Detox every single day. We see hundreds and hundreds of people across the, the countries that we operate in every single day. And so ultimately we're in the people business. And because we do physical therapy, chiropractic and massage therapy, we that's a hands-on business. We are truly in the people industry. And so I think it takes a unique approach to developing those relationships that happen in our clinics also to the people that work at our company. So to us, it's really, really important that we're hiring the right people to represent the company in that way, but ultimately can can share that relationship that they have with their clients in a way that you know is, is reflective of our core values. I think that that makes your company very special for sure, because you're not just looking at someone walking in the door. You really are looking at the whole person. So that's amazing. Yeah, I think so too. And it's a really important piece of our employer brand and really just the way that we start to think about who can join our team and when and why. Now, if you could share a message with the world, any message, what would that be? It's a great question. I think it comes back to always a work in progress. And so I I hope that anyone who is either earlier on their careers or has achieved certain things or is looking to do something different knows that we are all just a work in progress. And sometimes that will feel fast. Sometimes it will feel slow. And other times there'll be bumps in the road. But, um, you know, who you are today is is a reflection of who you've been in the past and where you want to go. And so um, I kind of love the ritual of every year looking at New Year's resolutions or even closing out your new end of year thinking about what you've accomplished, but really just again, how you've progressed through the year. Have you learned a skill that you didn't have before? Have you overcome an obstacle that you never even anticipated? You shown up to some of those relationships we talked about in your life in a different way. And so to me, it's really that work in progress that is, we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace and understand that it's completely fine to be a work in progress at all times. And you're so good at this. So I'm going to add a bonus question (laughs) because you're too good. You're so good. So, okay. Work in progress. It's beautiful. Now, what about when people have roadblocks or maybe they're struggling with happiness? What would you say to them? I have experienced this in my life and I've seen a lot of other people in my life struggle with this at certain times. And again, I think it comes back to the the idea that you're playing the long game. And so although every single day might feel like 24 hours that are good or bad, or maybe there's something that disrupts you along the way, we're looking for the long game here. And so, you know, how can we, how can we make some changes or things to our lives now that are going to impact us in the the very long future? It comes back to the whole ethos of myo detox. Like, why are we doing what we're doing now so that we can future proof our life? We can live longer. We can have quality years and quantity years. And so having that long um, growth mindset ahead of you, I think is what ultimately can help you make little changes in your life now if you are unhappy or if you are running into those road bumps. Having that long-term view is ultimately something that can get you through those times. Totally agree. Another amazing answer. Thank you. (laughs) So uh, switching gears to myo detox, you mentioned they were a disruptor. How have they disrupted the industry and what is the projection for the future? How are they going to continue to do so in the world of physical therapy or, 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 or fitness or, you know, just in general, what, what's the plan? Because the company was started in Canada where taking care of your body through health insurance is something that is supported by the government. The go-to-market strategy there is a little bit different. People in Canada are much more aware that they're, they can come to Myo Detox for physio or chiro um, or RMT services because that's part of the ecosystem of how you take care of your body and how you use your healthcare benefits every single year. So to us, we want to make sure that we are the premier destination for people to access and use those benefits. Um, When it comes to the US, we are a cash-based business. And so what that means is that we are accepting new clients that are willing to pay out of pocket to come to Myo Detox. We're constantly working on different ways to use insurance dollars and to super bill our clients and to work within the framework that we have set up with here with healthcare in the US. But ultimately, you know, we're competing with 
where you spend your dollars to take care of your body. And so in my mind, that's things like fitness and wellness and meditation and recovery. Myodetox is in that space. And we are trying to help people understand that they need to prioritize their bodies now before they're really in pain. So we want them to add those tokens into their, their body now so that every single time they make a small deposit, they're one step closer to living the life that they want. And I think that ultimately is um, very consumer friendly here in the US, but it's definitely new to the industry of fitness and wellness, right? It's not just fitness. This is far beyond fitness. This is taking care of your body as a tune up over time so that you can live the life you want. It's not about pounds and inches. It's not about, you know, sweating out so many <laughs> calories today. It really is about a long-term gain. And you kind of answered my next question because I was going to ask you about some of the trends uh, within like the industry and outside of the industry. Maybe something that a regular person may not know about physical therapy. What's something that you've learned on your journey with myodetox that you didn't know before, but that maybe the audience would would be interested to know? I honestly had no idea about the caliber of physical therapists and chiropractors and RMTs within the field. Um, I myself was a college athlete and I had seen plenty of physical therapists over time. And kind of like we talked about earlier in the episode of, you know, getting hooked up to a machine and seeing them for a few minutes a day and hoping that my knee would feel better. But the true quality of physical therapists, the amount of school that they go to, schooling that they go to, the amount of tests that they take and how dedicated they are to providing an amazing service is truly something that's blown me away. I think that that was a surprise from day one when I when I got to my OD talks. I was like, gosh, these people care so much and they're so smart and they know so much about the body. All they want to do is help you live free without pain. And so it's not necessarily something other people wouldn't know, but I, I beg you to take a chance to come check out one of our clinics and really have this uh, one-on-one experience because it is something that I had never experienced within physical therapy or even just one-to-one service before. And, and what are some common... Um misconceptions about physical therapy or things that that they might come across uh, on the daily when they're looking at physical therapy or massage therapy that you know of? Yeah, I think the number one thing that um, is a misconception is that people can only come to us when they're in pain. And I hope that you do come to us if you are in pain, because we can absolutely help you. But the one thing that I think people think is I have to have an excruciating amount of pain to see a physical therapist or have to have an injury or have to, um, you know, have something that's just been bothering me for a really long time. And then finally, I guess I'll go to a physical therapist or a chiropractor when in actuality, we can really make a difference if someone comes to see us two, three, four times a month, because at that point, they are again in that maintenance mode, they're future proofing their body by tuning up bits and pieces every single time and really seeing how they can move better, move without pain and do the things that they do in their daily lives in a way that gives them access to move freely. And so to me, I think the biggest misconception is that you have to be in pain to come see us and we absolutely can help you if you're in pain, but really taking care of your full body in that mindset of future proofing is something that's really important to us. Do you feel that in the future people will go and have these physical therapy appointments just like they do regular checkups? Do you see that Absolutely. That's what we see now. So our, um, our clients, especially here in Los Angeles and even in Canada, again, where this is so much more common to use your healthcare dollars and benefits in this way is really to come see us once a month at the bare minimum. At once a month, if we see you 12 times a year, we know that we can help you live without pain and get on to that next step of maintenance in your body. So we can do a few tune-ups here and there, and that's definitely what we're seeing now. But as you come back even more, we can continue to grow through that process. And so we've learned about this amazing chief marketing officer that Myodetox has. And we've learned about the amazing myodetox. And thank you for sharing that root word that it's Greek. That's really cool. Uh, Is there anything that you want to highlight about the company that we should know? Um, I think that it really is 
something to keep your eye on. And whether you're listening to this and you enjoy self-care and taking care of your body, or if you're just interested in making a healthier lifestyle, or if you have spent a lot of years grinding it out of the gym, myo-detox is something that you can add on to your lifestyle that will help you improve the way you move. And so we believe that we can teach people to move freely without pain and get them to live their best life the way that they want um, and have quantity and quality years over time. And so if that's something that you think, wow, I probably need to add that into what I'm doing, or I don't even know that I needed to do that, we can be the place to help you figure that out. I love that. I'm excited. I'm going to go find one. I know. Come on, come on to Los Angeles. And hopefully you ask what the company's up to, hopefully expanding into a lot of new markets and new clinics in the year 2023. That would be amazing. I actually was just in Los Angeles last month for Adobe conference. I was actually just there. So yeah, next time I'm there, I'll definitely check it out. We'll get you in. That would be amazing. Can you tell our audience where to find you guys on social, on websites? Let us know all the deets. Absolutely. So you can find us at myodetox.com. So M-Y-O-D-E-T-O-X.com. And again, we have uh, 10 locations in Canada spread out between Vancouver and Toronto. And then in Los Angeles, we also have three locations. You can find us on Instagram at myodetox and also on Facebook. So hopefully you can check out some of the other things we've been up to. Our Instagram channel really shows you what we do behind the scenes. So if you're interested in uh, what actually happens during a session, you'll find out the most of it there. Awesome. Well, guys, make sure that you like, share and follow Myo Detox. Thank you so much, Tori. If you'll hang back, we'll have a fun chat. So, so yes, thank you so very much for joining us on the podcast and guys, make sure to check out their links. We will put them in our descriptions for this episode and we cannot wait to see what it is that Myo Detox becomes in the future. Thank you so much, Tori. Thank you for having me. The Are You Happy Hour and Are You Happy Hotline are brought to you by Are You Happy Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media such as Instagram and subscribe via your favorite podcast platform. Are You Happy, the docuseries can also be found on social media such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See you guys next time for another wonderful episode of Are You Happy, the Happy Hour.